presents Top Two, Top Two. The Top Two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, One, two, one, two. Yep. Stephanie? Yes. It is record store day. It is record store day. That's one of my top two. What was your first record? Um, Linda Ronstadt. Oh wow! Yeah, it a was great Linda, record. It too. was Linda Ronstadt. I don't remember the name of it, but I mean, there's she a, had shorts, silk shorts, and she was wearing like striped socks. Yeah, she's lounging Athletic on a maroon socks. cover album. I totally LP. remember it. It was under the Christmas tree, and I was like, "What is this?" And Very it was exciting. Amazing. That was the thing that my mom picked out for me. She picked out Linda Ronstadt for me. All right. So my first forty fives, yeah. were Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yep. Um, taking care of business. Oh my god. <laughs> the second one was. Bay City Rollers, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. Yep. So that was my first 45s. My okay. first actual record, and I, there was was Annie the Musical. Yeah. And then there was a long period of time where I don't know why I wasn't buying records, but I wasn't because I distinctly remember my second record was Prince's Controversy. Oh. And there's a, um, a poster inside it. Mm-hmm. And I still have the poster. Oh my god! I found it in a book recently. Sheesh! You could sell that thing. Oh, uh, probably. For a lot of monies. I do love the Prince. Yeah, I did. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I remember having like the Sound of Music. I remember having Star yeah. Wars movie theme record. I had, of course, Thriller. I had all sorts of randomness. I was just yeah, I remember all Thriller around too. There. My mom had the best record player. We had that console thing yeah which is like an entire gigantic like, piece of furniture yeah it was like <laughs> an entire dresser player. and then but the record was in it mm-hmm. so you would like pull the top back yes ma'am. and then you'd put it in and it was like hi-fi I, does she still have that no i gotta wonder i really wish that they still had those and they do they have them at like mid-mon men sometimes they'll the um what a mid-century modern yeah um my neighbor had this record that we would play all the time when we were kids on top of spaghetti all covered with, with cheese. cheese. I lost but my poor meatball when, when somebody sneezed. Yeah, we had hold on to K-tel. the tea. I don't even know, yeah. but we used to listen to that record all the time. I had Ktel. I had. I, I ordered up all the things. Ktel was a local company that did like the Disco Fever, yes. like Compendium. You know, and that Greece. Was great. Do you remember had having Greece. the record Greece? I had own. I own the record for Greece. Yep. Um, That's crazy. But so anyway, Record Store Day today, you guys, is happening. And that means that you can run around to Jaime's uh, Record Store, which is having their 10th block party. I mean, come on. Outside. Outside. (laughs) Cold. Which nobody cares about. Scarfs up. Scarfs up. (laughs) It is Record Store Day. So... Uh, by the way, there's even one close to us right over here on the blah in the corner of uh, University. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what the name of it is. It's by Succotash. Yeah. And by Foxy No, 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 no. It's right. It's right. Actually, it's I think it's Roadrunner. It's right when you're turning off. It's oh. like there's nothing around it. But it's um, it's it's but I mean, there's people this morning kind of running around because a lot of people get in line for the releases because there are special record store day releases. And so if you're like at Electric Fetus, there's going to be this super big long line and you're like, what's all that about? And that's for if you were in line for a special release and you may get it or you may not. But if you are, um, there's lots of great food happening in places. There is a Twin Cities vinyl crawl bus taking people from record stores to donut shops to breweries. I think you have to have already bought a ticket, but I mean, this is kind of a great thing. Um, and if you don't have, if you've done your shopping and you're looking for somewhere to kind of just go, Surly Brewing has, a, they do a record store day party where they just basically let, I don't know, like Tony Zaccardi and John Munson and those guys spin records while you sit and have a beer and look through your catch. 
I love that. That sounds really fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I love it. It's a good idea. All right. So I spent a lot of time in bakeries this week. Did you? Just meeting people, doing work. And I had the epic avocado toast of life at the Salty Tart. So good. So good and so beautiful. And I'm getting particular about avocado toast. Don't put your guacamole from a bag on top of toast and tell me that's avocado toast because it's not. Agree. You need to assemble. If I'm going to pay you $12 for it, I would like some assemblage. Yes. Her soft cooked eggs on top of that toast with the little bit of the runny yolk in the middle is spectacular. The avocado is perfectly assembled and and, uh, plated. There's chia seeds on it. They make these radishes into like rosettes. Yeah. The watermelon radishes, which are so oh, beautiful. Anyway, it's a piece of art, it's but it's just tasty fantastic. art. Because I don't want it to just be Instagram worthy. No. I want it to be delicious. And it was all of the things. Yeah. And on her delicious uh, thick cut just bread that yeah. she makes there. So that's the salty tart avocado toast in St. Paul, in the bakery, in Lower Town. You should go. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you my second top two in hour two is something I put on the old Instagram. I saw it and I thought at first it was Vegemite. Well, that's kind of the thing. No, it was so strange, right? So I put on my Instagram black, a picture of me eating the toast, black sesame coated with black sesame paste. Black sesame paste is a thing that you can find in Asian grocery stores. And of course I bought it at United Noodles, which is the big thing this week is that they are opening a shop in Woodbury, fam. And that is a really awesome thing that's happening. These guys, I tell you what, I had a chat with them and did this interview. Is it a brother and sister? Nope. It's Eric Fung is the is the owner. He's married uh, to, you know, his wife is a part of it with him. Yep. And they've got this little team of fun people that they've kind of assembled. Chef did Adam Wilson. Did you say fun or fung? Fun. His last name is Fung, F-U-N-G. I thought you said and they have this little team of fung people. No, I was like, fun. oh, are those the Rellies? Yes. Who no. are these people? But they're really, it's really a great, they are, what I love about it is he's a former lawyer and he came, he, you know, he was living elsewhere and he came home. He's from here. And he said he wanted to, he needed something more creative and he needed an outlet. And so he started working at uh, United Noodles, which his family was friends with uh, Ramon Tan, who was the original owner. And they worked all together. And then he kind of was like, he wanted to buy it. So in 2014, he bought it and they've been working hard to kind of, you know, make it efficient and, you know, doing the supermarket And, you know, like working on distribution and getting all the good stuff. And now they want to expand. And this is a really brilliant plan because they're going to open in Woodbury with a very streamlined 2005 or 3000 square foot shop. And it's going to be it's going to be grocery. It's going to be, you know, gifts and it's going to be prepared foods. It won't have the unit deli. But it'll have like you'll be able to pick up like some Korean fried chicken. Yeah, be grab able to and pick go. Up. Yeah. So and then they're going to open them on uh, big tent campuses across the country. Oh, and that is smart. Yeah, very, very smart. So it's exciting. So go into United Noodle and check them out and stuff. But the black sesame paste that I've been getting there, I kind of bought it on a whim. And I was like, I don't know, because I was buying sesame oil anyway. Sure. And then I thought, well, I have never used this. And I started, it's very thick and sticky. It's kind like of, it's like peanut Vegemite. butter, but it's like, but it's black. Yeah. Like and molasses yeah. kind of, it's thick. And I start, I spread it on toast and I was like, oh, this is, this is good. And it's basically like my better peanut butter now. And so I put salt on it and I put sometimes green onions and sometimes a piece of bacon on top of it. 
or avocado. Yes. Yeah. And so all of that is delicious and good and very picture worthy for a lot of people. But I will say um, I'm excited because someone tweeted out that they take theirs and they kind of saute it with a little bit of butter, garlic and soy and then toss their pasta in it. So it thins it out a little bit. So it's not so sticky. And then and I'm totally going to do You're that. You're going to have black noodles for I lunch. I know! I'm so excited! I see your face. I know. Like, then I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to play. Um, What's your second? Okay, so I think you call this a bouchon. Yes. It was like, I'm just going to try to describe it to you. It's it's like a muffin that's chocolate. Oh. And it's uh, a pastry. But inside, it's like molten, kind of. And it has chunks of chocolate so if you can imagine like a Parisian style, dense, dark chocolate, lovely mouthfeel, muffiny thing, that's what this is. It's a Bouchon. It's at Rustica Bakery. I It was like... They're like brownies, but they're like in a cone shape. And just better. Like a cork. They look like a big, thick cork. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of like a muffin yeah. sort of, but yeah. it was softer on the inside mm-hmm. and... Not gooey, but just melt in your mouth. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, it's hard to even describe how amazing it was. And I was like, I kind of bought it on a whim. Yeah. And then I was like, what is this thing? And it was delicious. And that's at Rustica Bakery. That is good. It was real good. That's real good. And I, I sat next to a hot guy. So that was fun, too. Okay. I actually just found a recipe for it. Do you want me to put it up there? Sure. Okay. Yeah, Can I you just, make them at home? Well, they're, yeah. They're recipe from Bouchon Bakery, of course, Thomas Keller's place yeah. in Yentville. So, uh, yeah, it's there's totally the recipe. And it basically is like, you need mold. You know, the timbale, the little yeah. timbale molds. But I mean, you could probably do that in a in a, in a muffin pan cup. or popover yeah. cup. Sure. But it's basically flour, cocoa powder, salt, eggs, sugar, vanilla, butter, all the things. Is that and it? then semi-sweet chocolate. Yum. Yeah, you guys, that looks easy and, and good. What a fantastic just presentation. They were so good. That's very nice. Yeah, so um, that was at Rustica Bakery over okay. by Lake Calhoun off of Lake Um Let me also just, I'm going to go back to for a second, just for a hot second to remind you, if you are going to feel like you want to go eat that scallion pancake from the United Noodle Story, which I don't know if I put it on our page, but I will. Uh, it's a breakfast thing. They, they are only serving it from 9 to 11 on Saturdays and Sundays. So get over there now. So eat it. help me understand, like, I like scallion pancakes. They're kind of eggy, a little dense. Is that? No, this is sort of the... This is more the Asian version of that. It's like a little thinner. It's basically like a, almost like a roti wrap around. Yum. But they're putting it around like a fried egg, ham, and cheese. Like literally the thing that you think is most American and then wrapping it in the scallion pancake and then you dip it in oyster sauce and it is... Oh, that sounds really good. And I was good. like, I thought, why are you putting American cheese in this? And they're like, listen, that's what they were doing over there. They were... that The businessmen were grabbing these... You know, from like the carts and it would, that's what was in it. And that's this whole thing of like, it's not about authenticity. The world is this global place that is influencing each other through food right. all the time. And maybe sometimes we got to go towards that. Yeah. So I'm excited by it. So I love it. Go. There you go. All right. So that is our top two in hour two. When we come back, we're going to talk about cooking the Easter meal. Mm-hmm. You're listening mm-hmm. to the weekly dish.